2: Hope you had a great weekend. Greetings, welcome, salutations to you as we uh, get started here on a brand new work week. And as always, great to have you along. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just pick up the phone and give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800 Three four seven one zero six three, or if you prefer to send me a text message, that is precisely why we have the CSRP, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number for you, seventy one three zero seven. In fact, uh, while I am speaking of that, I had uh, neglected to open it uh, until this point. So uh, let me quickly go ahead and get that out of the way. In the meantime. If you had harbored any doubt whatsoever about the uh, abject stupidity of the idiots who go out and uh, engage in domestic terrorism, anarchy in the streets, and uh, just to sought a bit more evidence, this uh, we present this as uh, Exhibit A the uh, pro-Marxist group that calls themselves uh, Antifa. Uh, They are pro-fascist, of course, and claim to be the opposite. Antifa protesters tried to crash Sturgis Motorcycle Festival. It did not end well for them. Now, if this is not abject stupidity, I don't know what is. This is from uh, the Blaze website. Tensions erupted at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota Saturday when several members of the pro-Marxist Antifa attempted to crash the biker festival. By the way, every time I use their name, Antifa, I'm I'm from now on always going to preface it by saying pro-Marxist Antifa, which is what they really are. Uh, You know, BLM, Antifa, these are all communist-inspired ideology. Video taken from the incident shows a handful of Antifa demonstrators, of course, with their faces covered, enter the rally. Police quickly surround the pro-Marxist Antifa protesters as thousands of bikers scream at them to leave their event. After some of the bikers and pro-Marxist anti protesters exchange several shoves, one of the anti protesters is taken to the ground by law enforcement. Sturgis police, who apparently are of a, a different cut, by the way, than Seattle police, Portland police. Sturgis police then arrest that protester and lead him out of the crowd in handcuffs. Tensions, however, continued to escalate and police quickly forced the Antifa protesters out of the rally. Now, you may have seen what happened in another instance uh, where some Antifa demonstrators made the tactical and strategic mistake of showing up at the wrong place at the wrong time, and, uh, and got the, uh, the living you-know-what beat out of them. So that was, uh, that was an interesting event over the weekend. The other, uh, you don't have to look far for the left to reveal themselves as the vile, despicable excuse for human beings that they are. Stephen Cruiser writing, Liberals use the death of President Trump's brother to reaffirm that they're clueless garbage. Mr. Cruiser writes, Every so often I'll begin to reminisce about the way politics used to be in this country when I would regularly have conversations with people on the other side of the aisle and they weren't fraught with emotion. There was always some common ground to be found somewhere. It may have been the tiniest patch of ground, but we can always find it. As I've mentioned many times, I'm a lifelong conservative who has managed to survive in the ultra-liberal entertainment industry for decades, so it's not as if I'm some reactionary hothead who can't get along with people I don't agree with politically. What I've seen from liberals in the Trump era, however, has brought me more than a little dismay. On an individual basis, I still get along with a lot of my liberal friends and relatives. I just spent Saturday hanging out with a most liberal of my liberal cousins and we had a great time. Collectively though, it gets a little weird. Okay, make that a lot weird. When I see liberals I know participating in their online hive mind, they become different people altogether. It's as if they have to out-awful each other just to maintain some sort of liberal street cred. I have friends who I know to be reasonable liberals who then become hideous human beings on Facebook or Twitter. A little over two weeks ago when Herman Gain passed away, we covered the vile reaction among liberals to the news. Here in the briefing, that's the piece that he writes, social media was a veritable feeding frenzy of awfulness. It wasn't just garden variety trolls who were participating, but members of the liberal media as well. The passing of President Trump's brother, Robert, this past weekend gave them a chance to flock to their computers and resume their places as heartless bottom feeders. America's enlightened, tolerant liberals decided that the best way to respond was, was to wish death upon the president. And some of these things that they posted, the, the main one, I guess, uh, hashtag wrong Trump. Honestly, I'm almost embarrassed with these people at this point. The uh, TDS, the Trump Derangement Syndrome, Is in its advanced stages and most of them are beyond help. Long before Trump became president, liberals had an awful tendency to politicize virtually everything. It was an irritating quirk back then. Now it's a pathological tragedy. One has to be a very small person to immediately use the death of another human being to try and score political points. When I see things like this happen, and they do a lot these days, I have no interest in any sort of bipartisan outreach. I don't have anything in common with people who behave like that. I don't want to have anything in common with people like that. Of course, liberals will tell you that they'll be just fine once Orange Man Bad is out of the White House, but there is no indication that they can reclaim the humanity they have lost. For their sake, I hope they can. It's, it's absolutely pathetic. The state that we have reached in this country, I have never in my going on, within a matter of days, 74 years of life, seen this kind of polarization, this kind of vile treatment of a president of the United States. And it's not just me. I got a piece here from a uh, media pundit who keeps track of these things. The numbers, if you actually want to do a metric and track the numbers of the media's coverage, especially now that it's Biden and Harris uh, versus Trump and Pence, totally off the charts. Never seen anything like it in, uh, in my lifetime. Uh, this and more is on the way, Yeah, Blue Monday. As we get started here on the Bobby Mack Show, great to have you along. Stay right there. We'll be right back. 16 after 3 here on WORD. Welcome back. Thanks to uh, my buddy Jim Bohannon filling in for me on uh, Friday, giving me a little three-day weekend there. Although my sinuses seem to have gotten a little bit wrecked from, I I guess it's uh, the weather change. I don't know. Maybe uh, being out mowing the grass, something like that. Didn't you say your sinuses were a little messed up from mowing the grass too, Moneypenny? Mine are messed up from weed eating, yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Get outside and that stuff, and uh, the next thing you know, Oh, my voice is up here like that. <laughs> it uh, it's weird You sound weird. 14 again. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Too bad I don't look 14, but I I I looked 14 when I was 24. So, <laughs> been there, done that. I got in
0: kids boobies till I was 17. They <laughs> they busted me driving up in my car and wouldn't let me do it anymore.
2: There you go. I got carded in uh California. Let's see how old was I? 25 or 6, and, and I got uh, Carter there when it was 18 to, to drink out there. I was 30. Wow. And the woman
0: would not let me buy anything because she swore up and down that my license was fake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it had your picture
0: on it. It had everything on it. Yeah. But no, that's all right. It, it was a South Carolina license in a North Carolina store. But, yeah. Yeah. Would not let me buy anything that you had to get carted by for at no. all.
2: Well, that's uh that's why there's a seven eleven on every corner. But sh- <laughs> now the other thing that, that happened uh that, that's weird, in addition to uh, my voice being wrecked today by Sinus stuff, uh, I'm I'm sitting here doing the, the last of the show prep. I'm in the home stretch. About two o'clock. And all of a sudden, I got a floater in my vision, and I've heard him describe before, but I I never had one. Have you ever had a floater in your in your vision, Money Penny? I have not. It is weird, and it was it was a relatively small one, but it kept moving around. First of all, it was like at ten o'clock, and then it moved down to about eight o'clock. It was truly weird, and then. Uh, I, I told my baby doll Brenda, I said, this is, this is weird, I'm not going to be able to do the show, I can't read. And she said, "Um, you know, just sit down and uh, relax and close your eyes for a while and it'll go away. Because she's had them before. And sure enough, about uh, 20 minutes later, just went away. Truly strange. So there's business with these online trolls uh, going after uh, President Trump. Uh, the president saying he was not just my brother, he was my best friend. He will be greatly missed, but we will meet again. And and we all have that consolation. But, you know, some, some of these tweets, they, they do defy the humanity of the individuals that would put this, this crap out there. Dear Grim Reaper, you took the hashtag wrong Trump. Andrea Junker tweeting, to be honest, the first thing I do every morning and the last thing I do every night is check if Trump has been arrested, infected, or died. Anyone with me? Hashtag wrong Trump. David LeVette, a controversial Twitter personality who builds himself as a Journalist, in his bio, asked what did Trump promise the devil for the grim reaper to take the wrong Trump? Almost immediately after, tweets calling for the president's death were posted using the hashtag wrong Trump, which quickly became the number four trending topic on the website. But the left lives on Twitter, right? The president visited his brother, Robert, at the hospital on Friday afternoon in New York City before returning to his club at Bedminster, New Jersey. Uh, But Swan claimed Trump just wanted to spend his time golfing and tweeting. Bishop Talbert Swan, this is a man of the cloth? Let's just keep it. He visited his dying brother for less than an hour and was back on on the golf course. Stop acting like he's heartbroken. Well, Bishop, I don't know what church you're a bishop in, but you are a freaking disgrace. I mean, take into consideration just for one instant, the president of the United States going into a hospital in the middle of the COVID business. Can you imagine uh, the security precautions? And everything else associated with it, just for the president uh, to be able to go and visit his brother one last time. Truly incredible. To the phones we go. Uh, let's go to uh, Ken. He is in an Anderson, and he is our leadoff batter here on Monday. Hi, Ken, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show.
3: Thank you, Bobby. Uh, Ken, you there? About Tamala Harris. People been saying, you know, are different pros and cons, mainly cons. Yeah, and I I have my own take on why the uh, Democratic Party chose her as the running mate. Mm-hmm. That being, you know, historically, you know, the, the vice president doesn't really go anywhere after the vice presidency, and this is Biden's last to rock. You right, know, that's, that's a given. Right, right? now, Biden they have nothing to lose, nor does she. My time of her on to Biden's coattails because she's still going to carry California. Yeah, and and now they have the the uh, of her being the first woman of color, you know, to be on the, on the ticket. So you know, you they, know that they
2: really have that, nothing to lose. Yeah, I, I hear what so you're saying, fun. but but they're gilding the lily if they're putting her on there in an attempt to make sure they carry California. Does anybody have any doubt whatsoever that with all the ballot harvesting in California, that that Biden is not going to win that state? I mean, well, it's I a it, it's a given. I don't,
3: think, I don't think they put
2: her on there to uh, get the state of California.
3: I think they put her on there because they would not lose, or she would not lose her, her seat when she ran for re-election, having failed to be president. However, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I see they, what you're if saying.
3: Anybody else, right. If anybody else had been on their ticket, they might have ruined their future political career, i.e., Bernie Sanders.
2: Yeah. Well, of course, uh, the guy that has his his uh, his heartstrings set on a Senate seat from California is Adam Schiff. And, and he's hoping that he became enough of a hero with the communist left that dominates the Democrat Party uh, that he'll be the. Uh, assumed front runner of when and if one of these seats becomes available. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate the thoughts. Good to have you here today. 3.30 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Little Annie is ready with the news. I'm right back on the other side here on the Bobby Mack Show on Monday on WORD. A little bit of a break in the temperature. Seemed a little, certainly uh, cooler this morning. Uh, but uh, yesterday was, uh, yesterday was pretty nice as well. Seemed like it was less humid. In on the uh, text line before I get too far behind there, 71307. Uh, hey, Bobby, that let me in at the, uh, the VA for blood work, but I can't see the doctor. Go figure, from uh, Gerald and Calpins. Uh, Bobby, God limits what Satan does, as in the biblical book of Job. I wonder if such is true today of God testing the USA and or Trump, even of Trump's brother passing. Bobby, since the Dems are mailing dead cats, voter cards or ballots, I think I'm going to run for office and get the dead cat vote since they all have nine lives. There you go. It's a landslide. Bobby, with the corruption of West Coast voting, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump lost by unanimous vote in California, Oregon, and Washington. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Uh, Bobby, I'm thinking Biden's acceptance speech will not be live. The question is, is he live? Uh, Bobby, will they be able to tell if people who receive these mass mailed out ballots are not voting in person as well from uh, Brenda in Greenville. Nope, they will not. Uh, Bobby, I think they chose Harris as the next president of the United States. Trump is running against her, not against Biden. Or as the president himself has said, he's running against the media, not against Biden. Uh, Bobby, about your floaters earlier, floaters are fun, not No kidding, that was weird. And I'm spoiled because my vision for a long time was 2010. I mean, I had, you know, eyes like a jet pilot. Not so much anymore, product of aging, too many birthdays. Uh, Bobby, I've had floaters all my life. You learn to just ignore them and look past them. Yeah, but when you're trying to read, you know, and it's blotted out, Clouded out, what have you. It's weird. Speaking
0: of birthdays. Yes? What is the date of Bob McLean's birthday again? Uh, That would be uh, the 19th day of August. And that would be um, two days from now. (laughs) So, uh, you know, get those presents ready. (laughs) You can bring
2: them by here and I'll be sure
0: to deliver them to him.
2: And actually, I'm kidding. (laughs) There is. I, I am. I am in the pretty much enviable position of not needing or wanting much of anything. Only if you bring him Snicker bars. Ooh, I do love those.
0: That would be your best present for Bobby. But a if big, they huge it, Snicker with a big bow.
2: Yeah, but if they if they leave them out in front of the building because it's all locked up, <laughs> nobody's working there. They're all, They're going to be melted by the time somebody picks them up. The geese will like them. Yeah, that's true. Geese are always hanging around. (laughs) Uh, Bobby, put them all into jail. Clinton next. Can't have lawlessness. We do have lawlessness all over the place. Uh, Hey, Bobby, that's a COVID symptoms. You've got COVID. (laughs) Everything is a COVID symptom. Uh, Bobby, it's not the weed for the grass. It's that darn Vince Coakley. He's a super spreader. <laughs> I had not heard that before. I'll take that into consideration. Uh, Bobby, all I see of the actions, even words of Dims, Libs, Marxists, etc., is satanic. Satan is of darkness and death. They and theirs simply are their father, the devil uh, wishing the death of uh, Donald J. Trump. I saw somebody, one of these demonstrations, there's so many, I don't even know which one I was at now. Some uh, Antifa kid carrying a sign, hail Satan. I'm not making that up, he's carrying a sign that says hail Satan. Good luck with that, pal. Bobby Mack, the reason you've never seen the likes of before this is because this vileness is now coming from the pit of hell. I believe that. Bobby, uh, Antifa causing problems at the Sturgis rally is like someone poking a tiger with a stick and then realizing there's no cage separating them. You have got to be some kind of seriously stupid if you're the pro-Marxist Antifa jerks to go to a place where there's 350,000 bikers? I mean, that's just a special kind of stupid. Uh, Bobby, sounds like there's an issue with your uplink from your microphone. Sometimes it sounds like you're talking through a Mr. Microphone, laugh out loud. (laughs) No, it's just, that's just my voice. There's nothing wrong with a microphone. It's my voice from the the sinus stuff. What was that uh, that great line in that uh, Money Penny? The kid's in the convertible, and he goes, "Hey, baby, we'll be back for you later." Remember that one? Yeah, amazing. I still remember that one. Why would I remember that? You are the walking inside
0: of encyclopedia.
2: I'm telling uh, you, there's so much flotsam and jetsam floating around in there that has no useful purpose.
0: There's a few Tweedle and Tweedle out there
2: too. <laughs> Um, Bobby, the video of the uh, Antifa you-know-what at Sturgis was great. The Sturgis police are all large boys and they just herded them off like sheep. Good. Uh, Bobby, the wrong Trump will be remembered where it counts. Shameless and pointless, whatever passes for class in this country is missing from the left. Yeah, and they prove it on a daily basis. Oh, here we go. Here's my uh, daily uh, text message from uh, the presumptive Democrat nominee for president. I know it's, it's from uh, Joe because they all begin the same way. Billy, he always calls me Billy. Billy, I don't know what I got myself into, man. This uh, Kamala lady bosses me around more than Jill does. Swear to God. It's like having two wives like those guys in that state uh, with a big salt lake. You know, the, the great state of uh, utica But I digest all these people are spreading malarkey about mass not helping against mad cow. Well, you know what? Me and uh, Corn Pop hid under school desks when we were kids during air raids. A lot of people said that didn't work either. But son of a gun were standing here so the desk obviously protected us from nuclear bombs just like these masks will work against mad cow daddy-o gotta go i hear kamala yelling again remember to get out there on march 2nd vote kamala for vp signed your pal senator joe biden (laughs) thanks joe Always the uh, high watermark of of my day uh, when I hear from the uh, presumptive, demented Democrat. Quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I was very close. I was very close on uh, the uh, uh, commercial from uh, back in the day. Uh, hey, good looking. I'll be back to pick you up later. That was it. Thanks. Uh, Bobby, th- from the uh, text line, Bobby, the liberal, liberal Dems are termites eating away at anything good. Now, about this uh, ballot harvesting, it was a great piece today at uh, PJ at Pajamas Media, the PJ Media website. Think about the potential for Antifa ballot harvesters. Even before Saturday, when Congresswoman Ayanna Presley called for more riots and unrest on America's streets over mail-in ballots and U.S. Postal Service funding, I worried about the mob and your ballot. Ballot harvesting, if you're not familiar with this, is a term for a person allowed to pick up someone else's ballot and in some cases, fill it in and take it to the polling place, election center, or post office. Uh, There's a list of states below and their rules on other people harvesting your ballot. At least 27 states allow someone else to handle your ballot. In 2018, in Orange County, California, an entire congressional delegation in that reliably rocked-ribbed conservative area was lost due to ballot harvesters collecting and, in some cases, filling out ballots for others. Democrat ballot harvesters used illegal aliens to collect the ballots of citizens. They held ballot parties at large companies and went door-to-door. We have no idea what happened to all the ballots since there are no chain of custody records. In Oregon, ballot harvesting has simply consolidated the Democrats' one-party rule that all mail-in balloting ensured in 1998, with one exception. No Republican has been elected to a statewide office in Oregon since the inception of vote-by-mail in 98. And that exception was against an unusually corrupt Democrat who was behind the sweet cakes by Melissa outrage. And that's a whole nother story. Like California, Oregon allows political parties to see in near real time who's voted and who hasn't. Harassment and voter impersonation follow. There's no way to know how many voters are impersonated because no ID is required and no one checks. According to the California Election Integrity Project, Los Angeles County processed 90% of all the state's last minute provisional provisional ballots, 40% of all of them in the US. All you had to do was see who hadn't voted yet Call your guy in L.A. to cast the ballot. Things are already a total cluster in Virginia where, uh, oopsie, the nonprofit third-party Center for Voter Information just happened to send out half a million vote-by-mail applications that went out to, well, who knows? To add to the confusion, they were directed back to the wrong address. Remember the Washington state governor's race with all the last minute uh, provisional ballots crammed in at the last second? That was not a mistake. Remember the found ballots? Miraculously, just enough to put Democrat Christine Gregory into the governor's mansion. Wisconsin and Al Franken, those found votes and felon ballots? These shenanigans are still happening in Wisconsin. Senator Dan Fayette, I learned today that the WEC, Wisconsin Elections Commission, received a call from a postal service worker informing them three large tubs of absentee ballots from Oshkosh and Appleton were just located. Knock, knock. Who's there? The New York primary. The New York primary who? We have no idea because it's so screwed up. This was intended. Chaos, confusion, overwhelming the system. Voter participation, the rationale Democrats promised for vote by mail, has gone down or remained roughly the same in Oregon. There is no net gain in participation with vote by mail. That is a chimera, but it sure is easier to hustle the system. Now take that overwhelmed system with all its problems and add the mob. Can you imagine Antifa collecting ballots on behalf of the Democrats? I can. Ever seen the SEIU unionists at a tea party? Here were Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioters the other night in Portland talking to people, watching the chaos from what they thought was the safety of their upper floor apartments. Unfortunately for them, their apartments are attached to a police station. And so they're standing outside and shouting, We're going to burn your building down. We know where you live. As Antifa have taken the Portland residential areas to riot, they've also assaulted and intimidated residents there. Uh, Tonight they threatened those who merely looked out their windows. Is it really such a stretch of the imagination to consider that people who threaten the lives of dozens of people merely for a living in a Portland apartment building, who barricade doors to lock police in as arsonists set a building on fire, and who shoot ball bearings at people, won't jack you up for a ballot? How vulnerable is an apartment manager with keys to hundreds of mailboxes? How about their anti buddy who works at the post office. People who riot, maim, and assault strangers on a nightly basis will think nothing of organizing mobs to plunder the post office using their handy IEDs to blow up election receptacles, stealing bags of ballots, and everything that goes along with it. And, and you wonder why there's opposition to mail-in voting? Hour number two of the Bobby Mack Show is on the way next.
1: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?